Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark. That man in front of me you just heard is Miles. Hello, Miles. Hey, hey. He's in front of me. He's on my he's on my computer hey. screen. Hey. Can you say more than that, or is that just going to be everything on this podcast? Is that um, going to be everything you say? I like soccer. Okay, that's good. I, that's the thing is, like, if this was a different genre anime, I'd, I I wouldn't be shocked if you said, you know what, I'm going to commit to the bit and only say hey and hello the entire thing. But you want to talk about soccer? Uh, we're bit. also. Of course, joined by Jackie. Hello, Jackie. Hi. Jackie, also a huge soccer fan. And the three of I'm us... I'm becoming one. Oh, wow. <laughs> the three of us do this podcast about anime. Usually, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the 2012 to question mark anime uh, by David Production. But this week, we are doing one of our listeners' picks, and we're going to be talking about the If Squid Games Was About Soccer anime a sports-slash-battle-royale anime, Blue Lock, uh, which is on Crunchyroll. We watched the first three episodes. Uh, but before we get into the specifics of Blue Lock, we got to do some housekeeping. And by that, I mean we need to check in with our... You know, I, I, I think I had one idea, and then I... And then, you know, it was something Pentagon. Postal Pentagon... I don't know. You wouldn't think of Pentagon if you hadn't been watching this show. I don't. Wouldn't even is there a Pentagon? The in shape show? of the Blue Lock facility is a Pentagon. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we need to check in with our star, our G strikers. Nope, doesn't work. We need to. We need to read emails that people send to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. If you have an idea for a email corner pun with the name of an anime. Feel free to write to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. And this week, we have we have an email from Chad. The subject line is Blue Lock Office Memo. Mm. Okay. Aloha, JJB Pod Ohana. Let's take a look at the JoJo voice connections for Blue Lock, the show that asks, what if Bend It Like Beckham was more like Battle Royale? Uh, the main character, Yoichi's dad, Issei Isagi, is voiced by Koichi Soma who voiced that one truck driver in part five that gets caught up in the Mista versus Sale fight. Oh yeah, Sale with the ugliest fucking stand. Sai Itoshi, the kind of rude soccer prodigy that isn't part of Blue Lock, but is interested in it, is voiced by Takahiro Sakurai, who also voiced everyone's favorite kind of rude JoJo fictional mangaka prodigy, Rohan Kishibe. Red-haired Team Z member Hyoma Chigiri is voiced by Soma Saito, who also voiced... The spoilers for part five of JoJo, Big Bad Diabolo's alternate personality, Vinegar Dopio. Team Z's unwilling goalie, Okuhito Yemon, I almost said Lemon, but I thought about it, is, is voiced by Ryonosuke Watanuki, who also voiced the Speedwagon employee from part five that told Jotaro about Joseph's pending arrival in Moria. What a useful character. <laughs> Orange-haired Team Z member Rensuke Kunigami is voiced by Yuki Ono, who voiced part four Jojo, Josuke. Team X tallest boy Shoei King Baro is voiced by Junichi Sawabe, who voiced Darby the Younger, uh, who is Terrence Darby. And part five, Jobro Leone Abakio. Sexy-ass voice. I enjoyed this sampling of high-stakes soccer from zero, and once I'm done with the rest of my backlog, I'll be adding it to my list. Yeah, Chad, that list never ends. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. Happy Father's Day. 
as of this email, it currently is the day, to all of the applicable hosts and listeners. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Jackie, you can't say thank you. Oh, okay. How was your father's day, Mark? <sighs> it was okay. We had my parents over. Jackie made a nice dinner for them. Uh, and for you. I made you breakfast. Oh, I just ate a bunch of dog food. I thought that bag of dog food was for I made me. you breakfast, Mark. Oh, you did? That was very nice. That was you part of Father's Day. Yeah, it's... Sometimes I don't really feel like cooking and I just eat out of the Alpo bag. Um, I think with these kind of holidays, you can go one of two ways. You can spend the day with your family or the gift is you don't have to spend any time with your family. Yes. And I went with the former this year and I'm exhausted now. What'd you do? We just did a bunch of like we went to like a train thing to see trains with my son who loves trains. We got Filipino food later that night. Oh. It was just like a full day of events, and it was very tiring. Do you have a good Filipino restaurant? No, it's pretty mid. Damn. Well, on that note, but I just have had a Jones for I've had a Jones for a while. There's only one place to get it around here, mm. and that's Jones Filipino cuisine, right? No. Oh, okay. I listen. I listen occasionally to a comedy slash fast food podcast called The Doughboys. It's pretty. It's a pretty big show, and uh, with with some guests. Oh yeah, I linked you to it with Claudio Doherty, and they went to, to listen. They went to Jollibee, and well, I don't want to spoil it, but I want to try Jollibee again because I was interested in it. The Filipino fast food chain that apparently is like, what if a Filipino guy tried to remember American cuisine from from memory? Yeah. But then you and some other people were like. Well, it's not good. It's like okay. It's okay. But My sister really know. likes it. Uh, so I'm not. I don't have a universal opinion, but it's very available <laughs> to you. Like you're. It's right by Port Authority. It's true. I mean, I never go into Port Authority if I can help it. But mm. and especially anything next to Port Authority is like always mobbed. You know. Uh it wasn't that busy. Well, that speaks volumes. When. I remember, I, I remember it not being that busy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll keep it in mind. Anyway. Get the, uh, get the chicken. Which? No, don't get the chicken. What is it called? Like chicken joy? Yeah. Get, get something really weird. Get like the spaghetti with the ketchup on it or whatever. Ugh, that sounds awful. <laughs> Disgusting. What am I, a witness protection? Well, right. you want to sample our culture, Mark. Is that a thing? Ketchup on spaghetti? Yeah, a lot of Filipino cuisine is like... Oh, uh, what did the GIs leave on leave yeah. behind for us? Grosso. <laughs> uh, Spam. All right. Uh, so yeah, Chad, thank you for writing to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. Um, other housekeeping we have is that folks, we have a Patreon we'd love you to visit and pledge to because it helps us out even just a dollar or so a month. Helps this podcast pay for itself. Helps it not get kicked out of uh, our house. So that's patreon.com slash jjbpod. You can support the show for as little as $1 a month, which is nothing. I mean, you pay. I just, we ordered ramen and I was like, let me get some seven spice powder. And it was $1.50 for like a pinch of fucking spice. And, And now imagine you take that dollar and you give it to a podcast in need. That's us. That gets you access to the Patreon feed, even though I said it's a dollar. That sounds like nothing, but you get access to the Patreon feed, which includes the occasional bit 
of cut audio content as well as Miles's weekly cultural reference newsletter. For $3 a month, however, you get those same benefits, but we will also thank you out loud on the podcast like this. Okay. Thank you so much, Chad. Christian. Tim. Austin. Mirrorman. Nocturnal. Bloof. Katie Jones. Jumbo. Lord Zendar. Kasun. Soliloquy. Oh, you're right. Soliloquy. Dalton. Daniel. Tokisot. I love Jojo. Hentai homie. Matt. Shun. And Clit Rocket. Yeah. What was that accent? Clit Rocket. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> you don't know? Is that how you get out of uh, not being targeted by the Anti-Italian Defamation League? So I'm giving uh, them your address. Hopefully. Thank you all for supporting the show. Uh, and something else that we didn't mention is that, well, I don't know why I said like we didn't mention. We're not hiding anything. But we also have a thing you can do through Patreon where... If you just do one month at 15 bucks, you can turn it on and off. You don't have to time it or whatever you do with your free trials and shit. You know what I mean? Where you sign up for a free trial and then you go, well, in 30 days, I got to remember. No. With us, you can just pledge 15. It charges you. Turn it right back off. If you do that once, you can tell us to do an episode of the podcast about an anime of your choosing. Generally speaking, that just means three episodes of a show or one movie. Uh, as long as it's not some stupid four-hour movie. I don't know how long Metropolis is, but the live-action equivalent is like, it's like 10 hours now. I don't know. Anyway. You could be like the one guy who keeps telling us to watch Legend of Galactic Heroes too, just yeah, pouring you, money. You could, you could just keep funneling <laughs> money to us if you want us to watch, I don't know, if you're like, they need to watch more Detective Conan. They don't get it. They don't see how deep it is. You, you could, could do that. Set, contact your HR and have them direct deposit your paycheck <laughs> yeah. to our patreon <laughs> we will well you know what we'll actually take the routing number and uh, of your bank account <laughs> straight from you you don't need to go through any departments um we'll figure it out uh and typically you don't need your social but we'll take the social too just in case anyway yeah that's how that's how people have uh, told us what animes to watch and so that's why we're watching some diamonds in the rough or what is what does he call it in this something in japanese that uh Really leapt out to me, but we're, it's why we're watching unprocessed ore like Blue Lock and Blood Blockade Battlefront and Legend of the Galactic Heroes, other cumbersome names. So go to patreon.com slash jjbpod to support the show or tell us what to do. All right, folks, we watched Blue Lock, an anime that if you had to guess what it was about, you would not get anywhere goddamn near it. It's an anime that, as we kind of said up top, is like, what if a Battle Royale format was applied to a shonen sports premise? Chad is the one who said that. I said that. Okay, I guess you said it too. But every, Chad also every, said Everyone it. who's seen that says it, because it is okay. brazenly like, what if the Squid Games was Squid yeah, Soccer Games? Yeah, yeah. What if Battle Royale, instead of your, your head blowing up, <laughs> you just couldn't play soccer? on the national stage. But also this this show shits on Japan like nonstop. This it's, is it's just like Japan sucks. We're culture stupid. I have stupid. a lot of issues with that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, th- this this show is very yeah, it first of all it flattens like Japan's quote unquote problems as a soccer nation. It flattens them into like a very narrow view. 
But also, it is strangely critical of Japan in a way. And it's kind of interesting. I kind of like it. <laughs> I, I totally disagree with it. Well, we'll get there. We'll get, we'll get into okay. the, the more specifics of, of the plot. Because the premise I gave you is not quite this show's specific premise, I guess, is what I'll... It's a crazy premise. Cryptically say. Uh, but yeah, this is an anime that came out uh, pretty recently. It's a fall 2022 anime based on a manga that started in 2018. A uh, pretty popular manga. It won the Kodansha Manga Award in 2021. Written by somebody named Muneyuki Kaneshiro. I don't know any of their other work. The studio uh, who did this is called 8-Bit, who did in another show we watched, which is If My Idol Made It to the Budokan, I Would Die. Uh, but they're more known for that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Uh, one of those long-winded light novel isekai show titles. Um, and yeah, the, the premise here... Who wants... Miles, why don't you sum up the premise? Tell me, what's the show about specifically? Okay. So the, the idea of Blue Lock is this crazy man named Ego. I think his name is... Or Ego. It's Ego. It. Ego is trying to solve the problem of Japan's alleged underachievement at the World Cup by gathering 300 of the most promising, according to him, strikers uh, in Japan. And he's going to slowly cull them, like weed out who the best one who has the potential to become the best striker in the world? And I think also train them in the process. He calls because yeah. he calls it a training program in the beginning. Yeah, and the thing is, is is like by by call miles means that this is an elimination thing. This is not like imagine if they we'll were murdered. You, it will also drop you. Imagine if they were murdered at the end. I thought about that. I think I would hate this show if they were murdered. But it is funny watching a battle royale thing and pretending there's really high stakes when it's like, well, well, for them it's really high stakes. They they're banned from competing in in soccer. No, that's in Japan, not, that's not quite in it. Japan. In Japan, you no, you can't be on a nationals team. You can still play soccer. You just can't represent Which, Japan. Like, maybe they weren't even good enough. Or like, yes. if they were good enough, is the coach really going to be like, "Well, you failed out of this insane competition"? That's, that's the thing. Is really matter. I don't know if the Japan if the Japan football union is a real thing or not. But if they are a real thing, yeah, that's pretty funny to think that. Yeah, a coach is going to be like, "Well, you were in the top ten of Blue Lock, so of course I'm going to want you on my team." And then the Japan football union rings the red phone on the on the manager's desk and is like, "Uh, uh-uh, he lost. Remember, mm-hmm. he got kicked out at the last second. Uh, so like it is the sort idea of that like, he won't improve from like 16 or however old these kids mm. are. Like, nah, they're done for life. So there's a Japan Football Association, um, but that isn't quite what this show is. It's Japan Football Union. Anyway, uh, Miles, do you know much about? Yeah, because like the idea is that Japan needs to win a World Cup. And first of all, can you define what a striker is to us? Because we yeah. we think we know, but we're not sure. A striker is the position in soccer who plays farthest up and is most responsible for finishing moves and scoring goals. Mm. So, is, so it's like they're right up against the goalie. They're like, they're like, you know, they're the one that people pass the ball to or whatever to try to get the right, goal in. That they're your main scorer. Okay. So is that center forward basically? Yeah. But they just, that, that's not the name for it. The name is striker. It's just another name for it. I think like if you say center forward it implies like that they may have other roles on the team, but like a striker is the guy you rely on for goals. Okay, cool. 
yeah, I couldn't tell if it was like characterizing like a particular style of play or something. But okay. Yeah, so did I ask you already if you know much about Japan's like history in the World Cup? Yeah, so like Japan is one of the strongest teams in Asia. Like they're probably number one or two behind they're probably behind South Korea. But they're like they're a pretty good team, especially considering the size of their country. Like mm. they always make it out of the 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 group stage in the World Cup. Like they they do like as well as the United States, and the United States is a much larger country. Yeah, and a diverse country at that. Or maybe that's what yeah, you mean. Yeah, and the other thing that this ignores is like Japan has won the Japan women won, won a World Cup in 2011, but I guess that doesn't count. Does not count to them. No, it's all dudes <laughs> in this show. It's it's all dudes on tap. It's very funny yeah. to watch this after Yuri on Ice. Yuri on Ice feels like it's like you have potential, but you can't quite make it in the big games. So let's have your gay crush come by and live with you. And this is like, okay, what if instead of that, we threw you into a dog-eat-dog battle royale situation? But beyond that, the premises are pretty similar, right? It's also weird watching this after um, marathoning Yellow Jackets uh, like 30 times in a row because <laughs> the the first episode, he's like, I'm going to nationals. I'm going to nationals. And that's kind of how Yellow Jackets starts. They're like, we're happy high school students. We're going to nationals. Uh-oh, now we crash somewhere and have to ritualistically kill and hunt and cannibalize each other. Yay. But so I thought, I was like, is this Yellow Jackets? Is this the Yellow Jackets anime with boys? No, this is instead like as though someone advertised, like, there's a ritualistic cannibal camp in Canada. And you went, yeah, I'm going to sign up. That, that's that's kind of what happens here, that he, he volunteers for, for Blue Lock. No, well, he's invited to it and he chooses to stay. But he goes, yeah, well, he goes there. Well, he doesn't know what it is when he goes there. No, they tell you what it is. And then they say, like, if you don't like it, you can leave. And he runs in. Oh, I, I thought it was just that it was a training thing. He didn't know it was like a battle royale. Like, no, I think he said that in. all up front. He said that once they got there. None yeah, of them knew yeah, what yeah. it was when they, when they arrived. Yeah, but once they were there, a bunch of people were like, that's, that's offensive that you would just say that Japan sucks. Right, 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 and right. that you would force us all to leave if we don't want to do your game. And then he runs in there. I'm sorry, I didn't characterize it that he wasn't sitting at home with his knitting needles well, you, you and made a letter it, flew in the You door. made it sound like the invitation he got said, hey, do you want to join this battle, this soccer battle royale I situation? Mean, the sentence started with, it's like... Okay. Actually, I don't know how I started the sentence. Right. It's been so long. Okay, you'll you'll um, just edit it however to make yourself look good later. That's right. I'm actually going to hire people to dub you in Miles. <laughs> um, so they've been... Yeah, and I mean, they, they mentioned in the anime that Japan has been in the top 16 of the World Cup. But interestingly, the four times they've been in the top 16 have been in the in the 21st century. So similar to figure skating, they're, since 2000, they've just been like doing really well. Because the World Cup FIFA has been around since like the early 20th century or the 30s or something. Um, but we have, have they, have the men's, has the men's team ever won a World Cup? No, no, no. They, okay. They've never made it to top four, I don't think even, but. Okay. They've been in the top 16 four times, and apparently... So according to Ego, Japan just can't cut it to, to well, get yeah, that Well, yeah, I mean, far. this whole show's viewpoint is like, you've got to be the best, or you're if you're not first, you're last, yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. But apparently in 2018, Japan became the first uh, soccer team from Asia in the World Cup to beat a team from South America, because they beat Colombia. Um, that they, was just a few years ago. Nope. 
Nobody from Asia has beaten a team from South America before? Apparently. This says to beat a side from South America. I don't know if that's different. That's a team. Why do they call it a side? Because it's British shit. What is this? Macaroni? Huh? <laughs> Collard greens? Or is it a team? Why don't, oh, why don't we hire some gear? Huh? Fuck out of here. You know they don't say rent over there? They say hire? That's weird. I don't, Stupid. I don't like that. It's amazing that they managed to rule the world. <laughs> <laughs> Those days are gone. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so Japan is like not a bad team. It's just in this person's view. If you're not winning the World Cup, you're a yeah. piece of shit. They're not. And, and I the mean, women have won the World Cup. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We don't care about the women, though. Nobody pays attention to the women. Yeah. Miles, did you pick up on before they yeah, say what, it? Yeah, what they should have done was been like, okay, now let's learn whatever the women did to win. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that should be the anime, is you just yeah. go ask the girls. That'd be a fun, you could have romance and stuff. <laughs> Aww. All sorts of hijinks. Uh, Miles, did you pick up on before they said so in like episode two or three that they keep quoting these like self-interested, what he characterizes as egotist strikers? That none yeah, of them were in the World he Cup? Names Messi, Ronaldo, Neymar, Cantona. And yes, I had the same thought. They point out, one of the, the kids says it later on, but he's like, none of those people have won the World Cup. Although mm. Messi won it last year. Oh, okay. For the first time. But that's why I think like there must be more to his idea, to e Ego's idea of soccer. Because like the things he's saying like a little bit contradict themselves. Really? What do you mean? Well... He's the, because he named those examples like Messi, Ronaldo, Neymar. They they haven't won a World Cup. Yeah, and then he the way he's setting them up, he wants them to be egotists, but he's also having them play as a team, and like figure yeah. out how to solve problems that way. So I'm not sure like what his aims are yet. It seems like his idea is just that like Japan is like decent at following the leader or following their roles and working as a team, even though he does cite baseball, which is not, which is really not much of a team sport. No. But he kind of says like that he thinks that Japan needs. It is definitely a role sport though. It's definitely like, yes. yeah, you, you have your job and you are responsible for whatever, like your area, yeah. your, you do this thing. Like it's like, there's a, Right. Oh, if the ball it's not comes a creative to you, sport. Yeah, there's no like there's no Which, plays, you know. It's well, it's just you're always going to do the same thing. Like, yeah, if, this is kind of contradictory though because like in baseball, like especially in modern baseball, like if you're an insane pitcher, like you can carry the team. Like you can make it so that your team doesn't even have to play. You just strike everybody out. You know what I mean? Like you can really carry the team. But in soccer he's saying like, well, you have to be flexible because you got to do this and that. Um, you know, you, the, the, everyone moves down the field. So it is weird that he's like saying, it, it seems like in the second sort of event, it seems like it's like, well, if we had like a madman who's extremely good at scoring, then everyone would rally behind him. And he's sort of saying like, Japan doesn't have that insanely talented, one of a kind man on his own mission that everyone can rally behind. It's weird. In soccer. I think in some ways, maybe the premise is so sort of, faulty so that he can criticize japan you know what i mean that like no one's going to actually take yeah. it as a serious criticism because it's sort of like huh mm. but yeah the premise is just that he's going to take 300 promising under 20 or under 21 year olds 
and figure out who among them is the best through what he does what he does call his arbitrary and biased judgment <laughs> uh which i thought was very funny um and and then whoever is the ultimate best is somehow going to make japan in a team sport but somehow they're going to they're going to score everything all their problems away mhm he's not going to pass He's just going to do sick shit. Right. So can I get go into a kind of an episode summary? Yes. So when it starts, the, who's the main, what's the main guy's name? I never wrote it down. Isagi? I think it's Isagi. Yeah. Thank okay. you, Miles. So Isagi, he's like, yeah, we're, you know, if we win, we're going to nationals. And um, he has the ball. He's like kind of, his shot's kind of blocked from being able to hit it into the goal. So he passes it to somebody who's open and that guy fucks it up. He he hits it like not in not in the goal. It hits like the post, yeah. Yeah. Um and he, you know, later on he thinks like you know, cuz they lost because of that and he's like, "Man, maybe if I took the shot, things would be different." But no, like the right thing to do was to pass it, right? If like cuz it was unlikely that he would have I feel he made the right play. Yeah. Uh. It's like you have to trust your team. You have to trust your teammates. You know, but ego, ego's like idea is that he did the wrong thing, and you should only trust your talent, your own yeah. talent. Yeah, that if you're good enough to beat everybody else, you should know you're good enough, and you don't rely on anybody. Yeah, um, I feel like that would like get you kicked off a team, though, in real life. But if you're actually scoring the goals, no one would kick you off; they would tolerate you. If you were just okay, maybe. I mean, that's yeah. If you kept losing because you refuse to pass <laughs> yeah and yeah then yes uh um, but yeah I, I don't know much about the sport to the point where i'm like what is he gonna kick the ball through the motherfucker like i don't know what are you you're just supposed to never let go of the ball um but he starts out like you know kind of we get his voiceover narration and he keeps talking about how soccer is a team sport and you know it's a team sport and you do things as a team and uh and uh all that stuff um there's a, a guy on the other team named kira who is just a great guy and a really good uh, striker. What do they call him? They call him the uh, jewel of Japanese soccer. Um, so Kira is really good and like kind of well-known, up-and-comer. He's um, And so kind of, a, kind of a rival, but a nice guy, kind of like a, a, a friend later when they, they meet when again. When they talk after the game, yeah. Yeah. Um, we learned that, what's his name? East? Isagi. Isagi. Kind of like a rabbit, but not. Okay. Um, Isagi has dreams of winning the World Cup. Um, he keeps saying things about it being a team sport. Like, uh, it's it's one for all and all for one. Soccer is played with 11 guys on a team. You can't do it alone. Um, he gets an invite from the Japan Football Union, I think. Right? Is that what the... Yes. He gets an invite. An invite that sounds like a scam, where they're like, you are pre-qualified <laughs> to join the Blue Lock program. I would have yeah. thrown that shit right in the recycling, because um, I'm nice, and I don't throw it in trash. And so he, uh, on his way there, he he sees Kira, and Kira's like, oh, man, you're there, you're you're invited too? This is going to be so cool. Like, <laughs> They also paint his parents as being really dumb, because they're like, what could this mean? Well, I guess it's good. Ha, 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 ha. Um... Oh yeah, Kira pays him a compliment. He's like, uh, he's like, you have a high soccer IQ. It was smart of you to pass the ball or something like that. But he says he has a high soccer IQ. Uh, and just a, he's just an all around good guy. 
um so when they but when they go in like you see all the other people that were invited and they looked like scary it looked like yeah like uh like it's gonna be like a Baki style like, like the worst of the worst are here and i've got to beat them all <laughs> yeah man i gotta watch more Baki. that show's crazy which one's Baki? Baki's the one that's like almost as weird as Jojo, but it's like all these different martial arts assassins show up and like there's that one guy who oh. gets like electrocuted and parts of his flesh torn off but keeps living. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, anyway, all the guys look really scary. Um, and so then then we hit, this is where we hear from Ego. Ego, Lego my Lego my Ego. Lego my Ego. Um, he's, he's like, uh, so, you know, this is a training program. You have to live here. You can't go home. And uh, you have to go through the training. If you make it out, you're the best striker. You you get to be on the Japan's team for the World Cup or whatever. And if you lose, you can't play soccer. You are barred from being from representing Japan. Um, and then Kira's like, "Excuse me, sir, I can't do this because I can't abandon my team that I'm on, sir." And he's like, "What are you a pussy?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and he's like, look, anyone that wants to go can go, but if you want to actually be a fucking star and like be the shit, then you would stay. Jackie, he doesn't say you can go. He says his famous makes sense catch line of lock off. <laughs> what that mean? I don't know if that's, I feel like that's supposed to be a pun so you of can saying, lock on and lock off. Like it's supposed to be saying like you are now locked off, but it doesn't know the grammar or it's this weird veiled fuck off. Yeah. Um. Thing. So ego is like, <clears throat> well, is soccer about your team? Wrong. No, soccer is about scoring more goals than your opponent. You have to be the top player. Dumbass. And the 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 strikers are extraordinary egoists. He's like, I want to create that person here. Um. And uh, Isagi is like, he's probably wrong. I think to myself as I kind of a little bit believe him. Um, and uh, He's always thinking in prose like that. I write down, LOL, what is this Squid Game ass living situation? Because yeah. Oh, that's right. Because it looks like Squid. It looks like in Squid Game where. They're all wearing uniforms with numbers. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like, in you know, um, the part where they show the guys with the masks and how they live because someone is like in, the that cop is like infiltrating them. It kind of looked like that, like their little rooms look like that part yeah, of it. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because I, I want to give Battle Royale a lot of credit, but I think the Battle Royale genre has definitely taken on more and more uh, like features of the genre. And I don't think Battle Royale had like, yeah, this like very boring but futuristic yeah, facility like where you all live in little dorms. Yeah, I was annoyed that their uniforms had LED screens that show the new rankings. I was like, come on, you, you guys <laughs> on really, are you this desperate to win the World Cup? You're just throwing money in the toilet. You could just tell them what number they are. <laughs> yeah. Um, Or just have like a leaderboard. There's an amazing, yeah, I was waiting for like the numbers to go show all yeah. the people who got kicked out. I love the line when he gives the speech about Japan sucks because they don't have killer egotist strikers and someone says I demand to speak with someone who isn't crazy. <laughs> that was good. Isn't yeah. italicized. It's very funny. <laughs> I also really wanted to hear someone be like, "Oh, Ego Jimpachi like he was one of the best soccer players or he was oh, Yeah, yeah like, I want to know what his deal what is. Who qualifies this guy? <laughs> Cuz the other thing is is like he'll talk to like entire teams, but there's like 25 teams. 
But he talks to them like at length. And I'm like, is he going around to every team and delivering this speech? So part of me thinks he's a fucking AI. Part of me thinks uh, Ego is not a real guy. Oh. No, I think he's a real guy because he has a bolo tie with a soccer ball on it. <laughs> it's very rare to see a bolo tie in anime, but boy, am I here for it. Oh, I was just, I was assuming that when he shows up on the screen that he's uh, he's talking to everyone at once, that it's not a two-way conversation. I thought that too, but then he would address them specifically as like, you are Team Z. And I was like, this yeah, guy's really like working. you're onto something. Yeah. He would, mm. And he would answer them specifically. I think he's a big well, fucking I think AI. Well, so, I think sometimes he's listening and then sometimes he's addressing everyone. That's what I think. That's probably true. Or he's listening to everyone at once. So if anyone says anything, he'll... You can't. Like, you got to be AI to do that. You can't listen to everyone at once. Well, if it imagine you're on a Zoom call and there's all the different dorm rooms that are on the Zoom call, three hundred people, you, and you're in speaker mode, so you get to talk. But if you can turn on certain videos to listen to what people are saying, I don't know. I don't know. Now we're getting in the weeds. I'm just. Um, I don't know. There might be a way. Anyway, so um uh. Isagi's roommate is Kira. Their room together, so it makes them seem like oh, they're they're going to be friends and rivals together. Um, there's a guy. So I didn't write down everyone's name. I wrote down this guy. There's a there's another guy, and I wrote down he looks like his name should be Takeshi, and I don't know why, but okay. he's just a very boring looking guy with a short with his short haircut. Oh, I see. Like the boring looking guy. Oh, you mean the guy who? Yeah, the guy with like the very short hair. It's it's just short black hair. Are you thinking of like Techan from Terrace House? Because he looks like a default yes. ass Japanese. Yes. His name should be Taro, Taro Yamada no. or something. Takeshi. He, he's like that's how I named yeah. him. That's what I named him. <laughs> I feel I feel like there's probably a character that I'm thinking of or something. Um, yeah, and so he said, Ego says that oh, your roommates are your rivals who can help you improve. And it sounded like he like picked the roommates. Like specifically, like he, like got all their profiles together and was like, okay, the I should pair these people up. Like this is what it sounded like. But anyway, I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, they're they're supposed to be based on his ranking of who's the best and who's the worst, and so he's in with all the shittiest. Yeah, it's weird that you have all the like. Well, I don't know about weird, but it's like he put all the best people together, like and all the worst people together, like. So I guess. I guess maybe by rival he means like people that are of your similar uh, people that are of your similar skill level, so that you can. It's it's weirdly like merciful up, to be I like guess. you guys are the worst of three hundred, but I'm not immediately cutting you. You know, yeah. it's saying like you guys could surprise me, and maybe I'm wrong, and you can beat the people in the two hundreds or whatever, one hmm. hundreds. I don't know. I just I, I wonder why doesn't he just mix it up? You know. Yeah. We'll find out none of this what makes, his designs are, I guess. None of this makes any sense because you're going to get into the first game. Maybe Actually, maybe it does make sense because if you think of like if all the top players are playing each other, then they're going to get a lot better a lot faster, you know, because they or they have to play harder. But if like the top, if you have like the like uh, top, top player playing somebody who like is, you know, on the wor- lower end or mid, fodder, yeah. or mid, then it's like it's just going to be easier for them. They're not going to grow. So... And all those bad players will be able to show what they have more, or the, the supposedly bad players. Yeah. Whereas if they were a team of all good people, like you would never notice them. Yeah. Yeah, this is how they seed tournaments too. I mean, some of tournament seeding is also so that 
it's more fun to watch because you don't want to just watch a tournament where good people destroy the bad people. But yeah, maybe they can improve by dicking each other over in the in the uh, in the dregs. Um, so they play their first game, and it's basically tag with a soccer ball. This so. was stupid. <laughs> okay. So the rules of this game are, it's like tag. So when you're it, you're the one with the soccer ball. If you're the one with the soccer ball, you can kick your soccer ball to to hit someone. It's kind of like dodgeball, I guess, for the other pl- people. So well, you want to kick it into people. And if you hit somebody, then they're it. And then whoever's it at the end of the timer uh, is out of the game is eliminated from the entire blue lock project yeah and they can't play soccer for japan it's technically not even if you have the soccer ball it's if you were hit with it even the last person Uh, it touched okay is it it's sort of like in uh in basketball when the ball goes out of bounds and it's the last Mm. person it touched right or is it the last person who touched it i don't know uh so it doesn't matter so technically technically you could hit someone with the ball and then they just have to find the ball. They have to go get it in order to mm. have control again. Yeah. Why do you think this was stupid, Mark? It's just like, I understand it as an exercise, but to eliminate someone, like, and, and it, it comes to that when, when the guy, like, when he argues with Ego about it. But it was, and Ego makes this case for why this is like a decent determination of one's skill to be an egotist striker or whatever. It's just funny that the very next game is like, okay, we're going to play a round-robin soccer tournament. Yeah, It was like, yeah, that's how you measure someone's worth is soccer. If they're not all going to be hyper-specific exercises, why do you start with one that no one has played before? Mm. I think, uh, I'm guessing it's because he has so many people at the very beginning. He's just like, fuck it, I'll do something crazy. Yeah. It's <laughs> just, let's just, we need to get rid of people. Yeah, so it's like a, a few things happen where... Yeah, how does this go, Jackie? Where they, they they sort of they were like friendly with each other. Some of them were friendly. Some of them were mean to yeah, each other. Yeah, um, Isagi is at first kind of like, well, I don't want to do it. Like he ha- he has the ball at one point and he can hit Kira, and he's like, mm, I don't want to do it. And I'm like, just do it, just do it. Stop thinking. Right, stop thinking about it. Because I think maybe it wasn't Kira. It was somebody that he was gonna hit the he was gonna hit him. And the guy was like, no, 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 wait, 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 please, 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 time out, time out. And <laughs> I don't know. I was just upset. I was like, just play the fucking game. Like, don't listen to people. Just do it. You know, you don't got time. Um, uh, but, but yeah, I don't know. They 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 play their little tag for a little while, and then, um, uh, I always 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 forget his name. Isagi, um, is like he has an opportunity to hit somebody who's weak, and he's like, no, I need to take out somebody who's stronger than me, which is smart. That's what you do. You got to take out the top, the better players than you, so that you end up on top. Um, so he, him and like this other guy, what's the other guy's name with like the, with the blonde in his hair that Megudu something. He calls him mostly by his last name. Bachi, Bachira, I believe Bachira. Bachira. He, um, Bert Bacharach. They, they both are kind of it and they're both kind of going for people that are stronger than, I think like, um, Iseg, Isagi, like kicks it or somebody kicks it and then that guy Baka what's his name? Bek- Bachira. Bachira. Um he's considered like, a main cast kind of member. Intercepts it and then like cuz he wants to be it so that he can like take somebody out. I don't know. But anyway, at the end uh at, in like the very last mo- with like 3 seconds left, he um Isagi hits Kira in the head and eliminates yes. 
what this nice guy who like I thought was going to be like a main character, but I guess not because he's out. That was episode one. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, he's the equivalent of like character. Yeah, you think is going to be there, but then they get taken out by the serial killer yeah. right away. And he hits him like in the face and his nose bleeds a little bit. It's very it's as brutal as this premise could be. Maybe yeah. we'll see. We'll see because that's the thing where I'm like, what's against the rules? Like, are players just gonna poison each other and shit? Like, put yeah. di- all these people are stand users. <laughs> I just gonna put diarrhea, fucking poison in your drink so you just shit yourself when you're trying to play. I wrote down my commentary for after the first episode. Um, normally, I like teamwork and working together towards a common goal and putting people. Uh, and I think putting people against each other is so toxic to a team sport. But I like how evil this is. So that's it's like normally I like when you people... like mind games because you're a secret psycho. Yeah. And, and think, I'm scared of you. And I think they could be doing more mind games, but they're not. We'll see. We'll get there. Episode three. I'm like, they should be like, they should be like thinking about how to how to game this tournament for themselves. By the way, the manga is still ongoing. So somehow this premise has been lasting five years. I don't know if it's still the original 300 or if they get outside of it. And then you always wonder, because with these Battle Royale premises, it's like, okay, well, if they survive the Battle Royale, that was the whole format. We're not going to show them in real life. Like, Kaiji does that, right? He finishes, like, gambling in one place, and then he's like, I gotta gamble some more. <laughs> Squid Games, he's like, I gotta go back in the Squid Games. And then this, it's like, there's no way for five years this manga author has been writing, like, and now there's 100, and now there's 90, and now there's 80. So I wonder where it's at. Does he go into a crazier blue lock where you will straight up fucking die if you suck at soccer? We'll never know. It's just an all-star. They take all the people who have actually played in the World Cup and put them in a in, in this battle royale. Hmm. I don't know. Who gets to dub uh, Pele? Was Pele in a World Cup, Miles? He must have been, right? People love that guy. Isn't he the one that fucked it up? What? Who am I thinking of? No, Pele is a serial winner of World Cups. Oh, okay. Who who had a, a short name like that that like fucked something up? I don't know. That like, I don't, maybe it's not soccer. Maybe I'm going to look up Pele and see if he has a controversy section or something on Wikipedia. I, I don't think he does. There's like somebody who like famously like they had like they 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 were gonna win and then they fucked something up. Maybe it's baseball. Maybe you're thinking of the Eagles. No, the maybe I'm thinking. Maybe I'm thinking of baseball. Is there somebody like that in baseball who everybody hates because he? Bill Buckner in the 86 World no. Series against the New York Mets when he let he's the first baseman and he let the ball go between his legs and he was it, chased out of Boston. It's something like that. It's something like that. Well, I don't know anything about soccer enough to... I don't know. Yeah, okay. Miles, it was just interesting because when they are talking about strikers at one point, they mentioned this fictional guy who obviously is going to show up from Europe named Noel Noah. Then they mention like Messi or Ronaldo and then they mention Pele but then later, when he gives another list of strikers, he doesn't include Pele, and that's when one of the soccer guys is like, none of them have won a World Cup. Yeah, Pele's definitely won multiple World Cups. He has, I'm on his Wikipedia, he has an insane number of recognitions, awards, firsts, and stuff. He's arguably the greatest of all time. Yeah. I mean, all the, all the people they mention are good. Oh, in Brazil, apparently, uh, when Pele died last year. Oh, rip. He died, yeah, he died, honestly, less like half a year ago. Uh, there was a three-day period of mourning in Brazil. Aww. I don't know if that meant they closed anything down or if it was formal, but crazy. 
People really like soccer. The, the we hear the theme song. I don't think we heard the theme song in the first episode, or if we, we did, did, they did the thing where they play it at the end. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I really like the theme. It's like fast, and they have a they have a quick blast of double bass in there, which I you don't hear in a lot of anime songs. Mm. I enjoyed that. I like the music, yeah, as much as I like any anime music. I liked it more than most anime music. I I always find my real opinion happens when I edit the pod and I hear the music in my head. It reminded me a little bit of um, Airman Got Talsenai. Yeah. Airman Got Talsenai, that band fucking rules. Nekonyan or whatever they're called? Or am I thinking of... I don't know. Whoever does Airman Got Talsenai and they have like... Oh, No Sleep Till Clear. That's another great track by those guys. We gotta send the title to Miles so we can add it to the references because i want our listeners to hear no that sleep song. so clear or no. i can't defeat airman no airman god tells and i but he, he can he, he look at his brain is so small he has no idea what whose brain miles, miles? he didn't take japanese yeah i have no idea well, what I, any of this is. I, don't, I don't know what it means either i just remember i just I remember the airman. lyrics i know because i watched the little video with the song he gets i don't know the lyrics i just it's great. It's literally just, it's like, it's a very melancholic song about how he always dies in the same place. He brings extra energy, but it's not enough. It's about Mega Man. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, the music. Guys, is stop pre- fighting. The music is pretty good. <laughs> um, okay, so then they show the, what is it called? Japan Union Soccer? Japan Football Union. Um, there's a redhead lady who's like, this man, Ego, is the only one that can take Japan to the top. Um and so we we see that scene and everyone's like no but it's too weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's really weird um and then it cuts back to uh isagi and kira and kira's like how could you and kira's disqualified and he's like he's locked off he's locked off uh and he went he goes and locks himself Locks himself, excuse me. And Kira is like big mad about it. He's got like veins popping. He stops being a nice guy and he becomes like a, a, I don't know, a brute. A demon. An angry, an angry boy. Um, And, you know, he tries to argue with the call. He's like, this isn't even like, you know, that's not fair or whatever, whatever. It's like, well, you had a couple seconds. You could have kicked it out at somebody else, but you didn't. You gave up. Um. We learn um, in this living condition, their living conditions, your food depends on your ranking. So, you know, I think some of them moved up or down ranking potentially. Did they? I don't know. Uh, did anybody actually move up in ranking? Bit. There was a little bit of a shift, I guess. I guess because he was, because Kira was eliminated, so people move up too. Yeah, but strangely, and probably And probably how you did in tag, how ruthless you were. Strangely, Isagi and default looking guy, uh, they didn't move up. It looks like they did at first, but then he announces like, oh yeah, we, we lost 25 people. Mm-hmm. So even though Isagi goes from 299 to 274, that means he didn't really move up. Technically, it's yeah. like, I guess he did. But yeah, they show that the bottom two guys have Natto as a side. And the other one has Pickled Radish. Oh. Uh, and, what, and like the Pickled Radish guy is jealous of the Natto or something. And I was like, these both sound like fucking torture. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't care about being disqualified from playing on the team if you were just like, you have to eat natto. I'd be like, give me the ball, boys. Well, that's more motivation to get better, you know, so you get the better foods. 
Yeah, one guy has like gyoza dumplings and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Isagi, like they're they're all asleep, you know, in their little dorm. It's like one. It's just one room where they sleep, I guess. And then so he get he he each he do- team of twenty five. Yeah, he doesn't sleep. He's like, there's no time to sleep, and so he goes out, which is stupid because it's like, no, you should get a good night's sleep so that you can be ready to exert yourself tomorrow yeah it seems stupid. that's right recovery is important yeah but he gets he goes out and uh meguru the i wrote down monster kid uh meguru is like oh hey do you want to train with me um and this kid's a little slut with his bleached underlayer and his uh, being <laughs> naked all the time oh and he's talking to people like he's a horny little boy oh is he like fan service do you think well, I think they all are because they're wearing like <laughs> vacuum sealed skin tight athletic outfits. Yeah, and you see their abs a lot. You see them short shirtless with their muscles a lot. And they're, yeah. But they don't like, I, I don't know. They don't seem romantic to I don't know. This other. kid, this, this kid seemed feminine. He seemed. I thought, I thought, I thought he was a girl. Yes. He like twirls his hair and his fingers and stuff. Not that I didn't do that when I had long hair. Um, I don't know. He seems like, uh. You know. Anyway, he says, "Oh, you must have a monster too. All the great players have monsters." Um, and I think we learn more about that later. But maybe. But basically, I don't know. He he claims that there's a monster that tells him what to do when he plays. Yeah, and they show it, and it's it's like 3D animation. It does look kind of cool, like the smoky effects coming off it. It also looks yeah. a little bit like uh. What was that cereal that had like the random like Honeycrisp or whatever? It kind of looks like that stupid mascot. Or, what? Or Honeycombs, doesn't it? Oh, I know what you're talking about. the. Or no, you know what it looks like? It does kind of look like that too, but it also looks like Groot, I thought. The monster's face, it looked like fucking Groot. Okay. It wasn't okay. scary is my point. A little bit, a little bit. Isagi has like moments where it seems like he's not in control and so maybe there is a monster. Like... Um, like it's, it's like when he gets Kira out, it almost seemed like, like he was in control of that, but he was almost kind of like, I don't know. I just felt like I needed to do it. I don't know. It was weird. Um, and then, and then later when he passes the ball, this is in episode three, he passes the ball and they're like, why'd you pass the ball to this guy? He was, you know, but it was just kind of like, I did it unintentionally. So yeah, there might be something up with this guy. It seems like that was about of- fear. Oh, you like think? he wanted to take the shot, but his body just went, no, just pass it. Oh, you think? Yeah. Yeah. Cause he kind of says like, he doesn't know why he did it. And the big guy in front of him is like, if you're scared in front of the goal, you can't be a striker. Mm. But he made the right play. They scored a goal. And yeah. And it was like a very, uh, like underhanded. It was a very like sneaky pass. Cause he like maintained eye contact. He'd barely turned his body even. And he mm-hmm. passed it. The other guy had no idea. And yeah, then they score. But like everyone treats it like you're a pussy. That was the wrong thing to do. It's like that was your only goal. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Also, we in this episode, episode two, we learn about a red this redhead guy who hates Japan like so much, and he like. But he like, is Japanese. He seems like yeah, he's Japanese, but he plays for like Spain or something, and he wants to see what. Uh, oh right right he he just hates Japan but then he hears about this blue lock thing and he's like oh I want to see what kind of player is born in Japan like what kind of pit player will be born in Japan with my own eyes I think he's like what kind of dumbass or what kind of loser yeah. 
And it's funny because for him, so he stays. He he's in Japan. He doesn't want to be. He just needed to renew his license. But he's like, you know what? Maybe I'll stay for this blue lock thing. I think he's going to join because to him, he he doesn't think Japan is good enough. So he just likes playing elsewhere. So he has nothing to lose. If they're like you're banned from representing Japan, he's going to be like, fine. I'm going back to Europe. That's where I play soccer. Well, I don't think he's a striker. Oh, is he not? I I think he's a midfielder. Oh, yeah, you're right, right. So he'd be c- passing to these guys. You're right, because he does say something like, people in Japan aren't worthy of my passes or something. So yeah, you might be right. He could still join. But it might convince him to join the Japanese national team. Is Blue Lock hmm. like a reality show? Is it being televised? I feel like it should be. It really it should, should be. be. Also, I don't know about you guys, but did you keep hearing like a voice in your head say, Blue Locks Matter? No. I kept doing no. that and it was really annoying. My brain kept thinking that. <laughs> That's very I'm weird. sad that that didn't happen to me. <laughs> it really felt like a Miles joke that should have happened, but I don't know why. Oh, no. Because it's just such a <laughs> I didn't think of that. Like, the blue has nothing to do with the sport. It's just like, yeah, you all wear blue. No. You live. Well, he randomly has blue eyes. That's when his monster is showing up. When you see that spark in his eyes, that's when he's got, like, the killer instinct. That's yeah. the... Do you guys think that Eiffel 65 song was written about this show? A Dabadi Dabadai? I think so. Yeah. I think Dabadi Dabadai is the monster inside of you telling you who to pass to, when to shoot, etc. They do the same thing in Ippo, in Hajime no Ippo. Their eyes turn green when they're like showing their killer instinct. Did you think the guy with the orange hair here looked like he was part of Haikyuu? I thought he looked like he should have been... He reminds me of... I think the main guy looks like one of the main guys in Haikyuu. Ah... Yeah, this show, by the way, on like my anime list, it, it does rank pretty highly. But as far as shonen sports and team sports go, Haikyuu does have it beat. Um, this I liked this, but not as much as Haikyuu. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Because this is such an insane representation of a sport that I like. <laughs> like, I like how insane it is, but I'm like, this isn't really... This isn't... Uh, it's not... <laughs> A sports anime as it much as it is like a an insane anime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so episode three, which is my favorite. Oh, okay. Was this is the round robin? This is where they talk about the round robin. It's gonna be all the five teams are gonna fight are gonna play each other, fight each other, uh, round robin style. Uh, the top two teams in this tournament will move on. Everyone else will be eliminated. Except the top scorers, I think it's top three scorers from the losing oh, team. Okay. It's some number of top scorers. It's like yeah. Oh wait, no, actually they don't. They don't specify. Okay, they say the top scorers from the from the losing teams. But I don't know. Or I don't even know if they say plural top scorers. I don't know if it's one person. I think it's just the one. I or or maybe it's one person on each team. It wasn't clear to me if it would be one person yeah. on each of the losing teams. If it was one person total, or if it was some number of. You know, so if like if if like on one team, right, if, you know, they're a losing team, they lose. But, you know, there's two people who scored like all of their goals and they end up being like a top scorer. Um, do both of them move on, you know, or just one? I don't them? know. I know that I know that the basic format is it's a round robin amongst like the five nearest teams. So this is like Team Z versus YXW, maybe V. Like they all play in their like five Every oh, it's not. It's not against everybody. It's just right. I don't think it's a teams. whole Pentagon blue lock okay. round robin at the same time. And yeah, it's either you basically you get like a score based on did you win, lose, or draw. 
and then they figure out who had the most points. The top teams stay, and even if you were on a losing team, but you had a lot of goals, you also get to stay. And mm-hmm. that's the important wrinkle, is the fact that you can be on a losing team, but if you scored a lot, you know, so it's sort of like the temptation to be selfish again. Mm-hmm. Even though, if you think about it, statistically, you're way like you're way more likely to stay in this project if you just bring your team to victory. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like it is a team sport. Yeah. And you don't even have to do that much work to just be part of a win. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, and and he and he says uh, creating soccer from zero a bunch and you know uh uh he says isagi's like what does that mean he he explains it a little bit first where he says that like before all these positions were decided everyone wanted to just like when soccer was first invented everyone wanted to run down the field and kick the ball into the goal which my impression of that is that's how little league soccer is still played apparently it's just like yes (laughs) just like a big gaggle of kids everyone running after the ball yeah back and forth and then (laughs) if there's like one person on the side who's open like you if they get the ball then they're it's just clear maybe yeah yeah (laughs) just a clear shot so in this case he's saying like you are starting over where like you all have to figure out like even though you all want to be strikers or you're all already strikers you have to figure out who is going to be fullback who's going to be defense goalie etc mm-hmm uh yeah, and I I wrote down here before before they actually showed it. I was like, everyone's gonna try to score, and then I was like, even the goalie, this is gonna be a huge mess because I was like, the goalie's gonna go after the ball, trying to be off. You yeah, know, hopefully offense. the goalie knows not to leave. But like, what's the benefit if you think you know if you're on a losing team, then the goalie goalie has no incentive to guard the well. Actually, so here's the thing, right? It's like there needs to be defense because if you want to be the top, um. If you want to be the top goal maker, then if the other team like has nobody defending against them, then they're going to get more goals, you know? Well, like if is, there's no goalie, then they're going to get more goals. Well, this, but this is what I'm saying where like especially yeah, if you're in the defensive side of the field, like then yeah, you should definitely just work at making sure like being a team player so your team can advance. Like you're not gonna get to the fucking goal. You're somebody, not gonna beat these other. Somebody guys. needs to like motivate them and be like, "Listen, I want us all to make it. Let's all try to make it so that we are of the top two. But instead, the show sort yeah. of proves its own thesis, or like Isagi seems to think that because the other team has this really tall, really skilled uh, striker who scores a goal, and then they keep scoring goals. And he's like, "Oh, they all rallied behind him because he scored." Like that doesn't make sense to me, honestly. It was like, well, they scored because they're better than you in the first place. And yeah. like, I don't know. I th- Yeah, like his theory is that because one person scored, like a hierarchy naturally formed and the team decided, let's play through this guy. Yeah, which I, I don't know. That that just speaks to, I don't know. It was weird. It's, it's very much the show being like, you see what we, what, what Ego's thesis is, is working here, you know? Yeah, I guess like it's too early in the show to to sort of buck his thesis and say no fuck you we're a team, uh, we're a team until we can't be. Yeah, I, that that's why I'm curious to see how far this show goes to see like whether these ideas about soccer end up being portrayed in the real world, like wh- whether they get out of Blue Lock. Yeah, because soccer is a team sport, and you can't just be a bunch of individuals playing like to to be a star like 
you're gonna yeah. lose. <laughs> like you're the other. T- and one thing, a, a better, a, a, the other, a, another team that is better, like at working together, is going to crush you. Yeah, and the thing they don't talk about is defense, because like yeah. even as a striker, you have to run very hard and work hard for your team and sacrifice yourself, like to play defense, like and and like to be a good defense you have to be part of a collective even if you are the star striker maybe the plan is to do blue locks for every position on the field and then all of these people who have no sense of of being a team will all just fit into their role that's how you keep the manga going there's a blue lock for the goalie and it's like the (laughs) The goalie is so boring <laughs> they could just bring in the four, no. They the, just the, the throw. Strikers. They just throw like hundreds of balls at you, or and and then the, and the next challenge, the balls are not balls; they're bombs. <laughs> I think they should. They should bring in the blue lock uh, strikers to and just you have kick to catch you. them all <laughs> before they explode. These kids are all getting blown up inside this bunker. <laughs> Wouldn't be new. Yeah. So basically, they're playing one v one v one v one v one v one times twenty two. Um, and yeah, the guy's name is Bar- Barrow. Barrow, yeah. Barrow is the tall guy on the other team who's like very good, and he's also he also just like threatening people. He's like, "Get out of my way, or I'll kill you." He says, "I'll kill you." Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like, "The ball isn't my friend. The ball is a spherical servant. I am king." <laughs> it's like, what a loser. <laughs> It's also weird to be like, I subjugate the ball in front of all of you. Like, yeah, it's a ball. It's a tool. The ball I mean, isn't my friend. Like, nobody accused you of being friends with the ball, dude. No, no one else just declared themselves to be friends with the ball. It's weird. Um, Who's the straw man? Uh, the goalie sucks because he's never been a goalie before because they're all just strikers. So everybody's bad at positions that are not striker, I guess. They basically get creamed. Yeah. It's like five one. Oh right, they score. They score the one goal. Right. This is when Isagi does the thing where he goes up head to head with Baro, and he's saying to himself, "I'm not going to pass. I'm going to be an egotist and do my thing." But then uh, he sees two guys behind him that are running up to be like, "Hey, pass it to me!" And he just sort of reflexively passes it to one of the guys, but it does score, so it ends up being five one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they 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 at one point uh freak out when they hear that another team lost eight to zero miles how often does a team get eight i'm sorry how often does a side get eight goals in a game <laughs> it's very very rare yeah well that's but, a paddling right there yeah it's uh this is the thing is like even if this whole episode was just isagi being like i just don't want to go five zero can we just get one goal so we don't feel like total pieces of shit i'd understand if Barrow's team doesn't end up being in the top one or two, though, he's going to be the one that makes it out because they're just letting him score all these goals, basically. Like, someone, like, nobody's playing deep. Like, they should all be defending against him. There should be somebody, like, on his ass making sure that he well, doesn't. Well, they, they tried you know? that too, but they still didn't know how to coordinate. Remember, they're like, let's all mark him. We'll mm. all follow him. But then they leave the rest of the field open. Like, they're yeah. complete idiots. They're playing yeah. like they're six and they've never seen soccer before. Yeah. Uh, it's very frustrating. Yeah. Also, but they do say like there are penalty cards and you have to have like the most goals and the least like red and yellow cards. But I don't know. Is it not a penalty to steal from your own teammate? Does that not count? Is it always <laughs> a physical violation? It doesn't count. That's very funny. I mean, at one point they are just like all up in each other's faces, but I guess nobody like pushes or intentionally kicks or something. But I was just like, how is this okay? 
There were no fouls called as far as I could tell. Yeah. Oh yeah, by the way, the theme, the opening theme is uh by a band called Unison Square Garden. Hmm. Who I think has done anime themes before because I've seen that name, but uh what a weird ass name. Unison Square Garden. Um Isaki tells them all about his like well, Isagi? this is what did I say? Oh yeah, Isagi is like, this is my theory about the what the back soccer back to zero means, and he kind of tells them about how the other team became a one. I thought it was like way too complicated, his like explanation. I don't know. I didn't like that stuff. He thought they all have an argument about like how they should play after they get after the game. Yeah, right. They have that argument. And then an and ego. I, I agree with you. I had no idea what conclusion they reached. Yeah. I thought it was just I thought it was just kind of stupid. Just use logic to be like, well, this is how we can all win. <laughs> Which he is th- he thinks let's that- play together and like just make sure the other team doesn't score. Uh, especially really what they should also be doing, like in addition to playing to win, they should also be trying to prevent the other team from having any one player uh, mm-hmm. score a lot because then that person, you know, because it's like, well, you know, if we do lose, I want like you would want somebody on like just you know, just say to each other for motivation. I would want someone on our team to make it, you know, like if even if we do leave, it's like one of us needs to make it. But if, you know? if you're properly playing defense, then that's not going to happen anyway. You know what I mean? Like you can't, you can't say like, oh, the enemy striker got two goals on us. Therefore, let's stay on him so hard that even if they score another goal, it's like one of the other players. You know what I mean? Like you can't. The way to determine yeah. that you win and that nobody gets too many goals is just play proper defense. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think his whole like starting from zero thing is him. He thinks that Ego like said that as a clue to say like your team, your hierarchy. Yeah, will form if you score. Mm. So he's like, we just have to get one goal. Um, but then Ego comes in and he's like, you're on the right track. Yeah. Yeah. He Then they learned that there was another team that had 8-0. Um, and then he's Ego is like, first, let's talk about this country, Japan. The ja- Japanese love their roles. And that's when he starts talking about how like baseball is all roles. Because Japan is, is internationally recognized as a yeah. decent nation for baseball. Yeah. And so they're... they're- Probably the best baseball player on earth is a Japanese player, Shohei Otani. Ah. So, like, the, like that's the other thing I thought. I was just like, why can't you just be happy with being a really, really good baseball country? Shut that's the fine. fuck you don't have to be up, good at Miles. Everything. No, my, the, <laughs> soccer has a World Cup, okay? There's a World Baseball Classic. Nobody no wants one gives it. a shit. Except me. I, it's, it, that's, Japan just won it. Even even oh, even the players on American teams, even the fans are like, this is this is taking away from their stamina. I would only for the regular season. It's like you don't want to see world stage. No, people care about soccer. For the record, World Baseball Classic is like my favorite of all. Of, I'm, like I don't watch baseball, but I'll cool. but I'll watch the World Baseball Classic because I like rooting rooting for the countries and and stuff. Well, you didn't get up at five a.m. to watch Cuba play, Jackie. I, didn't, I noticed that. No. So how much do you really love Cuba? Well, that's a complicated question. Yes, I know. <laughs> I watched the final between USA and Japan, and it was really exciting. Mm. Yeah. I do wonder, though, like, because I was just thinking about that when I was looking at the article about Pele, although his name looks like it should be pronounced Pele, but whatever. Um, I think it is. It's like, I know there's, like, such vicious, like, rivalries in, like, England between all these old football clubs, you know? So, like, do those fans not give a shit about the World Cup? Is it sort of like the All-Star Game or the World Baseball Classic where it's like, those aren't the real rivalries. I don't care if they're on the world. You know what I mean? 
it's complicated. They do like the the team I support Tottenham has a couple of Argentinian players and like online Tottenham fans get mad that the Argentinian players play harder for Argentina than they do for Tottenham. That sounds like, of like course perception. they do. Like the World Cup wouldn't be popular if like players didn't give a shit about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I was also going to say it sounds like they're perceiving like look, he's trying harder, but maybe you agree and you are you do you think that's true? You do think the Argentinians play harder when it's they're representing Argentina? Uh I in like in a World Cup year, yeah. Okay. It's like it's a much bigger deal. Tottenham Hotspur team name I'll never remember. That's a bunch of fucking letters. Yeah. Whatever happened to teams like the Mets, the <laughs> the Jets, the Angels? Anyway, they're all in baseball. Sadly, they're all much younger of a team. I'm sure Tottenham Hotspur goes back to like 1500s when they were trying to beat <laughs> beat the French off their shores or something. Anyway, that was that was the 11th century mark. Uh, is that Soka. is that's the whole th- three episodes, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I can't tell if I care about this show or not. I want to keep watching. Oh my god! Wait, Jackie, do you like soccer now? Oh, I never, I never disliked soccer. Well, but, you said that at the beginning that you were like, I think I like soccer now. Okay. Well, and I like it. I mean, you I, like it in this context. I like. <laughs> if soccer was more like that, no, I don't know. I like, I like, I like teamwork in general. Teamwork reminds me of uh my job because <laughs> I'm a nerd. I like teamwork. Soccer is fun to watch. I like soccer. It's just it was never like my sport because we were a baseball household. Um, in Jackie's old house, if you walked in the house, a ball was thrown at you, and you had to hit it to get make it to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. It was a mm-hmm. baseball house. Mm-hmm. 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 We we just lived in a baseball. Yeah, <laughs> you had a younger brother who was a baseball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but the, I don't know. I guess I guess if I had to pick a sport that wasn't baseball, it would be soccer. Here's my thing about soccer. That field is too fucking big. That field should soccer, be half the size that Soccer it is. also makes sense to me. The rules make sense to me. I think football is like dumb. It mm, has too many rules. Very complicated. American football. Here's, there's there's like there's I, too many rules and then there's you get you kick a you kick it, you throw it. You're doing too much. Well, I think like it's you interesting how many hands. how many sports are just like up. simulated for like losing or gaining grounded war maybe but Mm. it's just like there's a bunch of sports where it's like this team has this side that team has this side has the other side rather they don't have the same side that'd be stupid you each have your own side and you have to keep it away from the goal or drive it to the other goal and it's like soccer basketball rugby football but it's weirdly it's weirdly disjointed hockey um and then baseball is like well you gotta you gotta hit it out here and if no one touches it, then you can run in a little circle all by yourself. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wonder if there's a name for it's that. It's a diamond that type of sport. mark. It's a square. <laughs> yeah, but come on. Um. Yeah, I mean, I like soccer animes that are crazy like this. I like I like any insane. If there's like a genre of like insane sports, I would watch those. <laughs> Is this the only one? Or Baki's, I guess, qualifies as insane sports. Well, there's like, what? what's it called? Is it Akira? No, not Akira. Akagi? Akagi? No, Akagi is, is Mahjong. 
What's the one that's not mahjong by the same guy? Kaiji. Kaiji. But that's all gambling and and and. Uh, yeah, but it's like they're playing games. Games of it's, skill. It's like Squid Games. But like, oh, Squid Games is like sports, kind of. But they're like, no, nah, these are all loose. I think of like what's a traditional sport, like the ones that I mentioned. You know? Yeah. The big national sports. I'm sure there are. There's a lot of baseball mangas. I forget that like one of the main voices for this show was a main voice in uh was it did we watch Ace of the Diamond? Did we watch that? No, we that, talked about it. That cumbersome ass name. I thought we watched it. I'm I'm not sure. Um, we definitely talked about it. I'm sure there's there's shows where they play baseball with a grenade or something. Uh that sounds like fun. But I would get it more. Certainly watching this, it's like, as, as you may have noticed, we had to ask Miles what a striker was. Yeah, it's like, I thought this show, this show is like well done. I think it does a good job of taking Battle Royale and mapping it over soccer. But there were moments where I was zoning out being like, I just can't care enough about this. Oh, I cared a lot. Okay. Mostly because I was like, you guys are stupid and <laughs> just work together. Well, that was driving me insane when they kept being like, no, I need the ball because I it's need like, to score. Are you guys re- like your your smart idea now is for like fucking 20 of you to all crowd around the ball together? Like <laughs> like three-year-olds? It's, it's clear like these guys are egotist strikers. Maybe they're not good enough to be one of those names you uh, referenced, but yeah. Yeah, um, I think you ha- like. I think maybe what Ego is missing here is, like, okay, fine. Maybe you need to be an egoist. Maybe you need the skill. You know, all the skills involved. But we're missing strategy. Like, there's no strategy. He's not like gauging anybody's like, because you need that. You know, you're playing against other humans in a game that's like wide open. Like, you need some. You need some strategy. I think. I think. Uh... But we're going to see that. I think we're going to see people finding their their niche, but then having to break it because they suddenly are like, I can't just be a defender. Mm-hmm. I've got to be a striker. Miles, what position did you play when you played soccer? So I played recreational soccer and I mostly played defense. Yeah, I, I played defense as a kid because I was too scared to be without my back to something. You know, in defense, it's like, well, the goal is behind me. So everything else I can see in front of me uh, and I yeah. liked, I, li- I actually like defense. It was very fun to just like find your opening to kick the ball way the fuck away from you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, that. I found it fun. I wish, I think I just wasn't like decisive enough on the ball to be better up the field. Yeah, I think I would have just frozen like a deer if I was a, a forward. What was your playing soccer experience, Mark? I was in Little League. Oh, you were in Little League And I soccer. played defense and then they tried to put me in the front and I think I quit immediately. <laughs> I think I was like, absolutely not. Because maybe they wanted to rotate kids. Maybe there were kids who were, yeah. you know, on offense that wanted to be on defense. And I was like, fine, <laughs> have your seat. But I am too scared to be Aww, anywhere in front so of. Cute. Yeah. I was like, how nope. old were you when you stopped? I was young. Okay. I think it was just technically little league, but not like. I played until eighth grade. Oh, yeah. I did not go that far. I played softball from like seventh grade to ninth grade and then I stopped. It was recreation though. Mm. And I stopped. All right. Sports. Well, sports. Maybe it was just two years. I think it was just two years. Just seventh and eighth grade. And then I stopped. All right. Well, I give this show three out of five wedges of a pentagon that's blue. 
<laughs> I think I'm more I like the premise more than the show itself, probably. Hmm. It's a fun premise to tell people. Yeah. I like I like that it's crazy. I would like to see more strategy. If it if it if it gets there with strategy, then uh I would like it a lot. I, I, think I do want to know what that. happens. I'm curious. Yeah, I, I want to keep watching if Mark will. Yeah. If Mark wants I'll, to, I'll check it out with you. Yeah, okay. we'll do it. And I, I will also read ahead about Ego to find out if he is in fact a computer program. Mm. <laughs> Just because I would like to be right, but I might be wrong. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, I'm just going to say this right away because you're about to turn off the show and apparently Spotify sometimes just cuts it off early. But next week, we will be watching One Piece for the first time. That's right. We will finally watch many people's favorite shows, an extremely long-running fucking anime that everyone loves uh, called One Piece. One of the only reasons why I've never checked it out is because it's so long. Uh, And to demonstrate that, I want to tell you what episodes of One Piece we'll be watching, which is episodes 1015, 1061, and 1062. So of the 10th season... Or are these... No, they can't be episode 1015. Can it? Can't they? There are. There have been 1,064 episodes. Over 1,000 episodes of One Piece. Oh. Well, shit. As of June, there's been 1,065. Jesus Christ. So, okay. Uh, yeah. Wait, let's clarify. Yeah, okay. I think we're watching episode... 1015, 1061, and 1062 of One Piece. Okay, so this My is like God. the latest stuff. Yes, we will probably be way in the dark. And yeah. I hope you enjoy watching us suffer. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that'll be next week. If you have uh, things... I'll try to catch up this weekend. If, yeah, see if you can get through a thousand episodes without uh, starving to death from not being able to move <laughs> and do anything else in that span of time. If you have any uh, 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 things to tell us about One Piece or questions about Blue Lock uh, or why why I quit Little League Soccer, you can write to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter. We are at jjbpod there. There's also a Discord that a listener started for this podcast. The link to join that is in the description of this episode on whatever podcast thing you're using. Uh, and... Oh yeah, patreon.com slash jjbpod to give us a dollar or more up to you. Uh, And remember, if you're not first, you're dead.